Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minutes, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments, and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco and Kyle. Yes, sir. Do you know that in warfare, a kill box is a three-dimensional target area defined to facilitate the integration of coordinated joint weapons fire? <laughs> oh, <that's- laughs> That makes a lot of sense. I mean, okay, so here's the thing. That makes a ton of sense. Do you know that this wasn't developed until like the 1980s by the U.S. Air Force? Oh, This really? concept? Wow. Yeah. Like, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> so apparently the, this, this particular way of doing it and terming the kill box developed in the 1980s. Uh, it got its notoriety during the first Gulf War in 1991, where it was incredibly successful. And using that term based on warfare, obviously, yes, one side is trying to win. Um, the tactic is now used by uh, many of the U.S. allies, and it is effective. It's very effective. You can imagine this coordinating all your fire into one location. That is unless your target is force projecting himself because his nephew holds an unhealthy grudge. <laughs> Did I did I mention we were going to have multiple Star Wars references yeah. over these few next few minutes? You did, you did warn us. Uh, you, didn't, you didn't see that coming. I, you literally, I was just cruising along, and oh. then you went, what? You went, oh, you didn't see that coming? The kill box. That's kill what box. Kylo, that's what they tried. That's, it doesn't true. always work. Right. Force projection. Uh, because uh, <laughs> because uh, here we are in minute 107. The only thing that dies is the conflict between two best friends. Oh. This is That's Iron Man amazing. 2 for 2010, directed by John Favreau. Uh, and uh, pretty much this whole minute is just Brody and Tony just chatting. Yeah. You know, they're like yeah, full that's armored it. up into it. It's like this, this this is the minute. Like it, it ends with them. You know, it's it starts we start to get a little bit of like, oh, but it really is just them. It's just a conversation. It's 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 a high-tech version of the hallway scene, Rob. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of for our previous season, here's the thing. We did. It's not awkward. Mm -mm. It's not unusual. It's actually just a really nice conversation that confirms what we discussed in the last minute that the, the, the relationship is prepared. The only other thing I just want to note is seeing them close like this, this is a close shot of their tops of their, their chests from their heads uh, up. Yeah. Wow. You really see how ridiculous the war machine suit is compared yeah, to the, the Iron Man suit. Yeah, the giant shoulder pads, the Ooh. the huge gauntlets, the uh, I mean, I mean the the of course the gigantic gun that's uh, yeah <laughs> strapped it's, to his back, and that's kind of the joke that plays out in this minute too. But yeah. man, it's really apparent. <laughs> yeah, when you see it like this, so yeah, that's I mean, the main exactly. Part like, of you this. don't think of the you don't think of the Iron Man armor as as uh, slim and trim. I mean, it's a oh. big, giant, bulky piece of machine, and then you put it next to War Machine armor, and you're like, "Oh yeah, Tony is like really slit. He's like, yeah, <laughs> got nice lines. Yeah, yeah, completely." Uh, so uh, Tony finishes helping Rhodey up and says, "You okay?" And Rhodey answers, "Yeah, thanks, Tony. Look, I'm sorry, okay." And Tony says, "Don't be." Rhodey says, "No, I should have trusted you more." And Tony says. I'm the one who put you in this position. Forget it. Rhodey says, no, it's your fault. I just wanted to say I'm sorry. <laughs> I nice. just love that. That's so good. <laughs> well, and I love this coming on the heels of the Pepper and Tony conversation. Yeah. Like, I like this is two really nice, fun things that are consecutive. It's a nice development. It, it, and it, le- it lets you take the breath that you need to take in the movie. So it works really well. Uh, so then Tony says... Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. 
partner. <laughs> oh, iron buddies. Cha-ching. He says, they're coming in hot any second. What's the play? And Rhodey says, well, we want to take the high ground, okay? So let's put the biggest gun up on that ridge. And I love this ridge. is like, the hill's like six feet tall. Like, <laughs> it's like, this is not Heartbreak Ridge. It's not like the Grand Canyon. I mean, this is just like, right. you know, you, you, if you were stood on each other's shoulders, <laughs> the, the ridge would be shorter. Right. So uh, Rhodey said, and then Tony answers, got you. Where do you want to be? And so, like, the two of them, like, start, like, you're always, like, biggest gun. And so, they just head for the ridge. And then Tony's goes, because he thinks he's a big gun, has a ridge. So, the two of them are walking side by side, like, both going up there. Rody's like, where are you going? Tony's like, what are you talking about? Rody says, I meant me. Tony says, you have a big gun. You are not the big gun. <laughs> That's a great line. That's really nice. <laughs> uh, Rody says, Tony, don't be jealous. <laughs> Tony says, "No, it's it's subtle. All the bells and whistles." <laughs> uh, and Rody says, "Yeah, it's called being a badass." <laughs> Wait, when he says that, I always like I always love the sequence again for all the affirmation aforementioned reasons. Yeah, but okay, this is the first time that Rody is really showing his attitude. Yeah, which I think is funny, and we mentioned this: the car he drives, right? Like, yeah. You kind of get these hints that, yes, he comes off as he wants to project himself as very laid back, very by the book, you know, under his own rules. But then you start to get more and more of this idea that, yeah, and we see this much further in the Marvel Universe. Yes. He's witty. He is sly. Sarcastic. (laughs) He uh, his responses to things are some of my favorite bits in the MCU. Like, yes. So there's this guy now, like, you know, like these, just these little <laughs> things like, who, who's, who's that? You know, like these, just these, like, I, I just love the fact that from like here on out, even though we think oh, War Machine is going to be like, you know, just that they're Iron Man, he's got another hero, another Avenger kind of stuff. He's always like left out. He's always like one step behind. He's always just like, nobody keeps Rhodey in the loop on anything. So he always is like arriving late or like has missed you know, some major thing that's happened. You know, he misses all of almost all of Ultron, all the you know, it's just like, oh, what what's happening now? What who is Well, and he's also got that reaction of like, oh yeah, and I'm here to clean up whatever mess you all yeah. just made. Yeah. So and this scene's important because, like we said, not only is it the full resolution of their relationship, mm-hmm. this is the roadie now you get to know for the rest of the MCU. Yes. Yes. He really changes here. And yes. so like from this point on, this is the, the roadie that we're, we're going to see through the next series of films, uh, which far too few of, uh, but we'll talk, yes. about, we'll talk about that too. Um, all right. So the, the conversation continues on Tony finally acquiesces. He's like, okay, fine. All right. You go up to, I'll draw them in. And Rudy says, don't stand in. Like he walks up like, okay, got it. And he starts walking up and he turns and realizes that Tony is walking back to where they just were. And he says, no, don't stay down there. This is the worst place to be. Tony says, okay, you got a spot. Where's mine? Rudy says, it's the kill box, Tony. This is where you go to die. (laughs) So at that point, as as they're having the conversation, that's when they're interrupted. But before we get to that point, so, I agree. This is this is good because it's just the two of them back and forth. Apparently, the we are in a minority with John Favreau because everyone else behind the scenes hated this. 
scene and wanted it out. He had to fight ILM because ILM didn't like the fact they had to do all this work of just two people standing around walking and also they wanted to ADR everything and I guess John Favreau hates ADR. He really wanted it to be a natural response, like an actual conversation. So it really was the two of them in they're mostly in uh, mocap mo- suits and helmets. I think they, I think they made the head shoulder stuff, but like the, all the rest of it is all right. CG from like shoulders down. Um, they had this was an actual conversations that they had that he shot, and then said they they Island didn't like it. Marvel executives didn't like it. The Paramount executive didn't like it because they're like, come on, it's action. It's like the robots and shooting and oh, whiplash and come breath. on, <laughs> right? And that's what he said. Like they need a breath, and also they're establishing like repairing the relationship, and also setting yes. up the whole thing. Like it was you know it's a it's a moment of levity right before the big final crush and he was absolutely right yes totally like this I, i'm so glad that this ended up staying in because if it went right from Rody being because uh, i guess originally it was he pulls Rody up boom drones show up right it's so, like this whole actual minute was excised like it goes right till you know from the from the end of he wakes up six and then and then and then like he stands up and then boom drone shows up Oh wow! Yeah. No, I. This is this is worth the forty-five seconds. Yeah. I mean, because what is this? That's all it is, right? Right. Um. Oh yeah. no, I think this is great, and I'm glad that they didn't. Okay, I mean, I guess you could have done it with their helmets closed, and then you could have, you know, yeah, you could. Have, yeah, record. exactly. That's the nice thing about that. You can just have them say anything once you have the helmets closed. You can well, go back through afterwards and edit all the witty banter you want. Yeah, but then you miss all of Don Cheadle's like amazing facial expressions which sell almost (laughs) all of it like it's great oh no this this is needed and you know what isn't that funny that's why sometimes you got to make you got to make your stand for your editing decisions exactly you have to fight for some of the stuff exactly right so no this this makes a lot of sense yeah i like but it's not over yet oh no oh uh because at that point anchors away the navy's here that's right the first the navy drone actually drops in the thing i find interesting that it seems like they all came in through the hole (laughs) you know they all came in because you never hear and then right. have them land like so they're all like oh there's a thing so they, they all followed him in but you can tell this is also when they're uh, definitely being drone controlled because they don't just like drop in and start firing they're they take up a position so they're being dramatic because right. the guy who's controlling them is super over the top and dramatic <laughs> so and then you see one by one they all start dropping in so like this is what's left essentially so we've seen over the course of it a lot of the drones have been destroyed almost i don't think there's i don't think there's any air force left i think he got almost all of them in the the Unisphere, because as it goes through, uh, Navy drops in first, and we see the Marines. Hey, the Marines finally showed up, uh, and the Army, and that's pretty much it. Like as they take a position, are there any? Do you see? Did you see any Air Force? No, I don't see any. I don't see any Air Force in this minute. Um, and what I do think is really nice is is that first of all, because they they're so well designed. We've we've talked about our love yeah. for these drones. Immediately, you can see the difference between the the army, the navy, and the marines. The navy have got the big box missiles on their shoulders. The army have got the big back mounted gun that can come down, and then the marines have their camouflage, almost like that tiger claw sort of pattern on the on their uh, armor. Immediately, see who they are. But here's the other thing we didn't know: it is in the notes on these. They all can fly. 
Ah, right. Because yeah, they're, they're all flying in. in. Right. Right. So they all have the ability to obviously do that. And this is the first time we're seeing that for ones like the army ones with the big gun. Yeah. Um, it's also a nice yeah. to design thing, you know, that it's working because there's one shot they do from the sort of a low, low angle where you see like one of the drones right to the side and then just a foot. And you know oh, that right. foot belongs to an army one because earlier on you'd seen it when the foot comes down and the plates come yes. down to not lock it in place. So you know that's an army one right there. That was that. I think that was a good shot choice and also a good design. This is nicely done. And because, again, really glad this scene is in here, you get an incredible foreboding danger in yeah. this. Because, right. okay, now you they're know. They're being surrounded. They're being surrounded. They're in the yeah. kill box. Yeah. Well, this is this is bad. I think the first time I saw this, I think I was worried. I didn't know what the future of Rhodey was and what they were going to do. And I was worried that something really that, you know, maybe that would be the thing. You repair the relationship to only either severely hurt him or kill him off because you're not sure what's going to happen here. What's the loss going to be? Oh, see, and now my reaction to this was, man, I wish they hadn't shown this in the previews. Yeah. Why? Why do you do that? I mean, like... If people are going to, you you really think that there's there's a significant, like not saying one or two, like a significant amount of the population who's watching the Iron Man 2 trailer, who's like gets to the end, like, oh, okay. And they're like, no, no, no. Wait, there's a scene where they're surrounded by giant robots? All right, right. you've got my $7. Because right. I, I think that's how I, those tickets were back, back in 2010. <laughs> it just, yeah. it drives me crazy. Like. You're not going to make your decision based on something that happens in the last 10 minutes of the movie, are you? I mean, you're, you're, either, you're in or you're out, you know? And there's such action in here. And I will say, and also, by the way, looking forward to the next minute. Yes. Another seminal moment yes. I remember from this movie is coming oh, up. Oh, yes, so yes. And the, that still is, is important. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, but nice yeah, stuff. so that's, that's a... Uh, Come on, like, come on, and I, I don't blame the trailer makers. I don't blame the movie right. people. I blame marketing. Yeah, the marketing no. people at the studios who are so paranoid that any they could lose even one dollar of money coming from people's pockets by not showing them the really good stuff. Mm, come on, yeah, market value. But what's your most egregious the spoiler that was ever put in a trailer? I want to know about it, and you can put that up on. The Facebook, because we have our very own Facebook group. Wait, did he say group, not page? Yes, I did. We have a special group designed just for our super ultra mega fans. If you go to facebook.com slash groups slash the next reel, you will get exclusive admission into the Marvel Movie Minute and Next Reel Film Podcast Executive Lounge. And when you do... You can put up, like, the worst thing that ever got spoiled in a trailer was X, Y, or Z. You know, to, I want to know. I want to hear about it. I want to complain and, there's, and I, yeah, rally there's a the people together. All right. That's good. We will march on the marketing departments and tell them, stop spoiling movies in the three-minute trailer. Uh, so be back here for a minute 108 uh, when there's a whole lot of shooting going on. Uh, and you're also going to have one of the most iconic moments uh, in all the MCU. And so you don't want to miss that. Enough said. Bye. Bye.